0: to mind the shift, I am the bowling. The topic of this episode might uh, come across as a little bit controversial to some people, or the most natural thing in the world. After all, controversy is something that is experienced uh, by the receiver. It's not an absolute truth. Ninja Tillberg, welcome.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: filmmaker, is that how you would label yourself?
1: Director
0: director, yeah, but you've made... You, yeah, well, I guess it's about the same thing. <laughs> I think, film, I mean, it just...
1: It, there's more, like, weight behind a director. Like, filmmaker is... Uh, I mean, I am a filmmaker. I also write my own scripts, and I've, I edit and stuff like that, but I think, like, that there's uh, definitely the director... A yeah, the word director has more...
0: Clout, the more yeah. oomph. Yes. Okay, yeah. Well, and And that's, different. I mean,
1: I think that's also what i identify with the most because it's it's really about uh i mean making films it's is both like the craft which is like a million different things you need to be good at but being a director is about having a vision and uh, being the one like in <laughs> always like pushing uh, further and further and fighting for that vision more than anyone so that's, I think, yeah. what I...
0: But if you also d- have written the script, then you're in total control of the whole mm. process and mm. project. So, okay. But film director it is. Because you have made a number of uh, mainly short films over the last decade. They have mm. titles like uh, Hot Chicks, Girls and Boys, Catwalk, The Stallion, which is Hingston in Swedish. hmm among others, uh, and all or most of them are centered around sexuality, power, and and gender roles. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, earlier this year, you you released your first full length movie, mm-hmm. pleasure. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I saw it when it was uh, shown at Gothenburg Film Festival. Mm-hmm. But it had its, had its uh, official release here in Sweden about a month ago, I think.
1: The theatrical release was the 8th of October.
0: Yeah. Mm. And it hasn't had its release abroad in other countries as yet?
1: Uh, yes, it has. It's been premiering in France, Spain, uh, Belgium, uh, uh, Netherlands. Uh, yeah, okay. the, the ones I know, but it's it's coming. It's in, Cop- uh, in Denmark now. In a few, in two weeks, and then it's going to be in uh, the UK in beginning of December, and then yeah, the rest of the countries will follow. in January. Well, the
0: big one, yeah, the, the United big one. States uh, next <laughs> year. Yeah, next year. Okay, because it 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 it, um, it is shot in in America. Yeah, mostly. It's, it's, it's about, also shot
1: yeah. a little bit in, in Gothenburg, Sweden, but that's uh,
0: that's true. Yeah, um, it is about pornography. And uh, the porn industry in Los Angeles mm-hmm. but it, it, it's narrated in a way that stories about the porn industry seldom are. So can you it's about this young girl who wants to make it in the porn industry. can, mm. can you just briefly tell tell us what how it is told?:
1: Yeah, so the film is seen through the eyes of a 19 year old Swedish girl who the film starts when she arrives in LA and she has a very clear ambition she wants to become the next big porn star so uh, together with her we the audience get to follow her into this industry and like see how everything unfolds and how she learns how the industry works uh, and what it takes to get to the top yeah and it's it's really like one of the main focuses is that it's shot with a like as I say a female gaze which is um, you know um, (laughs) uh, like another perspective than what we usually see especially when it comes to sex uh, sex is mostly shot from a male perspective where the woman is the sexual object and the camera is more pointed toward her body looking at her and uh, uh, as, a, in, as a view where you're more like identifying with the man having sex with a woman than the other way around. So um, that's something that I worked with very carefully to reverse the gaze in a way or use a female gaze to expose the male gaze or the man behind the camera.
0: Yeah, that's super interesting. I'm going to delve deeper, deeper into that, of course, during this conversation, uh, hopefully. So how has the film been received so far uh, here and, and elsewhere?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean... W- what did
0: you expect and what what, what was the outcome? Of that? I
1: think it not uh, it didn't get the reaction that I expected. It's been very... In, in the US, like f- in Sundance, uh, it got like, that was the most um, amazing... There was a film festival in... in yeah, where it prem- had the world premiere uh, and we got like really, really amazing reviews and reactions. Um, and um, then what I'm surprised... Uh, uh, like, I'm surprised because uh, it's really being treated like it's a really good film, which I didn't expect. I thought that it would be more like focusing on the topic or uh, like uh, people being discussing the topic or being provoked by it. Or uh, But I've been like really complimented for the craft of like the filmmaking, which I did not expect since it's my first. But it hasn't been um, at all like stirring up that much of a debate or uh, uh, that it, I haven't gotten any like really critical reactions, which I kind of hoped for because I wanted it to create more of a debate. Yeah. So
0: um, what do you think that is? What, what?
1: I don't know. I think maybe I, <laughs> I succeeded uh, too much like, because uh, I was, I wanted it to be nuanced. And maybe it's too nuanced, so no one is really being okay. that provoked. I don't know. Um, if it would have been more, like, bald in the way of, like, just making one statement and being more, like, one-dimensional, maybe that would have provoked more people and they would have uh, criticized the film and then someone else would defend the film and then maybe that could start some kind of, yeah, some
0: would, kind would, of would debate. kind but would that have been true to what you really want to convey and tell them?
1: No, and, and I guess, I mean... Uh, I'm just, I mean, right now I'm just worried that it's going to be forgotten because it's like everyone's like, oh yeah, great movie, very uh, nuanced. And then that's the end <laughs> of the discussion. I, and
0: I, I don't think so. You don't think happen. so? No. no. But I, I agree that I haven't, I also haven't seen very much of a controversy around it. No. It's been reviewed very positively, mainly. Yeah, and
1: that's not only a good thing because like no. someone, I mean, I have also. Heard people saying about other things like if no one gets angry, you haven't done your work. Hmm. Uh, And in a way, like that's what I'm thinking now. Like maybe I didn't do my work good enough because no one is angry.
0: But I mean, it's important also to make people think uh, and reflect. They don't have to be angry to. to No, it's not that. Like I don't. I
1: don't want like I don't want the majority to be angry. Not at all. Like I don't like that feeling. I don't want to provoke for the sake of provoking. It's just like maybe I'm not. being, maybe I'm not radical enough because uh, if it's, if the film is a, if it's like really, uh, if it really is in the, like, uh, how do you say, in the front and yeah, uh, cutting edge? Yeah. Uh, then if it's challenging, then someone would be threatened mm-hmm. and react. Yeah. And so far, uh, it feels like no one is threatened by the film and then I'm like did I just uh, please everyone I don't know.
0: Well it's called pleasure so yeah. <laughs> well but I think uh, I can only speak for myself here but I think it's brilliant. Uh, mm. I mean I saw it in February so it's it's been a while but I remember it uh, mostly maybe I've forgotten some details but the general feeling of it and, and the general theme and, and story and everything and uh, it, it's brilliant and it's um, obvious that you have um, uh, I mean it has many layers to it and it's obvious that you have insights into the complexity of this phenomenon mm. i mean like like all things human are complex and and it's it's uh, you can see that when you when you see you can intuit that you have these insights and uh, i i think i think that's that's good you say that it, it hasn't stirred up controversy but It shows that maybe this isn't as simple as as you think if you don't know much about the the theme. So what do do actors and other people working in the industry, the porn industry, say about it, if you've heard anything?
1: Yeah, everyone hasn't seen it. It's been uh, like different reactions, like very divided, actually. There's um, been a little bit like, (laughs) uh, how do you say, too, uh, 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 what's the word?
0: Um, it's twofold, or it's it's like no, two, like two in a
1: football game, there's two teams. Teams, yeah. yeah. Um, and okay. uh, so, or of course, yeah. I guess most are in the middle somewhere. Te- team but pro and team yeah. Con. So some are very very supportive and say like finally a film that is on our side or showing our perspective or like, uh, and then some uh, are think that it's uh, too critical, like criticizing. Them too much, mm-hmm. and uh, you can guess who is in what, <laughs> which team. But um yeah, I mean, like the uh, men in power positions are more likely to maybe
0: criticize. It.
1: Yeah, to be, uh, I mean, because they they all read the script, Um and um they so it's not it's not that it's saying something that is not true, and they're all they're all agreeing that it's very very authentic. That's what everyone says that it's like uh some said that it was like too realistic uh mm-hmm. but uh, they think that it's focusing too much on the negative okay. aspect and in a way i actually i mean i kind of also agree a little bit i think that the film turned out to be a little bit darker than what i intended i think that i'm like cuz oh, like we had to uh, you know cut out some scenes and there was more i think uh more focus I wanted the film to or to me like maybe I'm also picking up more on the light part the funny part and like uh, warmth and uh what she's getting out of it uh but what people I think the reaction has been more like everyone is just uh uh, talking about the negative uh Mm. aspects
0: yeah but it is funny in parts actually yeah which many people don't don't realize until they mm. maybe watch it the second time. Yeah,
1: usually that's what, uh, when when people watch it the second time they see the yeah. uh, the nuances or like the pick up on the humor because for for a lot of people that it's a, quite a shock with the nudity and and also that type of like brut- brutality that that the film mm. uh, uh has uh it's like it, it, almost like a uh, overshadowing the rest or you, yeah
0: and, it, and, and it's also not I mean it's the sex is is explicit but it's not ex, I mean it's not that explicit
1: it's not explicit sex it's more um, a full frontal male nudity but there's no like there's no sex happening in the film like that's, they're not having true. sex for real mm. so yeah you can um, just
0: sense that or you can, mm. you can, you can guess that they, they are but yeah that's true it's not explicit in that way so it's not made to and which is obvious when you see it it's not made to arouse people or anything like no, that No, so not at all it's quite the opposite actually yeah. uh so, which is interesting uh especially i think for for men to see it because you can you can you know that i mean most men if not all have watched porn and most women i guess but probably a lot of women have, have never
1: no i think with women there's it. really um, um, uh, like a lot of, I think it's a ge- it's a generation thing. Yeah. So for a younger generation, I would say probably ninety percent at least. But if like uh, women in like my mother's age mm. and up, like they, I, there's a lot of women who still think that porn is this like Soft, you know uh, glossy, yeah. w- like with the vaseline on the lens <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah. Uh, like Playboy magazine, porn.
0: Yeah, the Vaseline is not on the lens anymore. No. So <laughs> elsewhere. So, wh- why did you want to make this film?
1: Um, I just. I've been interested in the topic my whole adult life. And I uh, think. Um, no, I've always been drawn to the subject because it is taboo and no one wants to talk about it. And uh i've o- also been very provoked by the fact that like like the hip- hypo- hypocrisy within mm. our culture where yeah people watch so much porn and then it's like it really exists in this like parallel world Universe. of shadow and and no one wants to admit it and no one wants to address it um and uh, that's just made me like you know you know something that is itching that you want to scratch, and mm. the doctors say don't scratch it, and then you want to scratch it even more. Like that kind of like if if they if people don't want to talk about it, and I'm like, then I get even more eager to, mm. to, talk, about to talk about it. To talk about
0: it. Interesting. Uh, so what what surprised you the most when you penetrated, if <laughs> that expression is is allowed, uh, the uh, porn industry in Los Angeles.
1: Um. That, I mean, there's so many things. I think one one of the first How much did you
0: study it before you began lot, making the
1: film? Uh, I thought I knew... I, I thought I was really educated and I thought I knew so much about the world. I had, like, studied gender studies at university. I, writ- I had written about porn. I also made the short film Pleasure, which... Um, uh, f- to do that because I wanted it to be, uh, like, feel authentic. So I did a lot of research by, like, you know... Watching all types of documentaries or reading like um, uh, books and try to understand the culture and like picture what what it is and um, th- yeah um, but then um, I think one of the one thing that shocked me but that also made me really um, understand more this tendency we have to victimize women was that I I kind of, because I had seen so many of these women being so brutally fucked in mm. porn mm. and um, I kind of like, and then I met them uh, some who I like, I, I really knew who they were and I met them and they, I, I realized that somehow I expected them to feel broken yeah. uh, both physically and mentally because mm. I had seen so much brutal like violence towards their bodies and um and then I met them and they were just like like funny and happy and like uh strong and there was nothing broken <laughs> about them. Mm. And that also and I was like I couldn't like but how could you what like how is this possible? How can you even walk? Like <laughs> yeah. you should be so damaged from all that. Mm like uh, brutal uh, sex and then I that, that's when I realized like no but women are not like w- w- women are not fragile women are not weak mm. women are strong mm. uh, and so like just um, understanding like how extremely competent we are as human being in both you know how much we can take both physically and mentally um and uh, there's there's so many ways of like how we talk about women and especially women in sex work where in i think it um from it comes from a place where we we think we want to help or we think we want to defend them but we but it's so like patronizing because we're you know tapping them on the head mm. like that talking about them as being self destructive or um yeah um for example just one another example is that um i met one woman and she she had that typical story that ma- bella is making a joke about in the film like bella she,
0: is the is the, the pr- protagonist. protagonist
1: yeah uh, like she was raped by her father when she was from the age of 7 uh continue yeah during her whole childhood and and then that would be and then she started to do porn um and the way that would have been described in Sweden would be like, yeah, she had this has this trauma, and then she thinks she's not worth uh, any better, and then she's gonna re-live uh, the trauma again as a type of self-destructive behavior because something is in her is broken, and this is yeah, it's self-destructive. Uh, but the way she explained it was like, yeah, but. Um, through, when she started to make porn, she could go through, she could live through the, through similar um, experiences with people that she trusted in an environment that was safe, where she could always say no. And that was like the best therapy she could, like no shrink in the world could ever okay. uh, m- help her as much as it helped her to go through that and have that type of ver- very like degrading sex, but that was a role play. Mm -hmm. So doing that type of role play when she was in control of the situation helped her and saved her life. She said she would probably not have lived if she didn't do that. And that's just like one more way, like also an important shift in perspective of like either looking at women as like uh, incapable Mm -hmm. and um, um, yeah, victimizing or or see them as... um, uh, rational and strong, and with agency. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, and I, I definitely, I, I believed her. Like, I don't think that was a lie. I don't think that was something she had to tell herself, herself in order to blah blah blah. But That's did, also. A did
0: she say that this was? Did she see this as a, as a, as a period in her life that yeah, she went through, yeah. and she, and she, she was she eventually gonna eventually gonna leave yeah, it? Yeah, and, and she.
1: When I met her, she had l- quit. So she yeah. wasn't uh, okay. doing it How old anymore. Was she then? I don't know. Thirty maybe.
0: Okay. Hmm. So, I mean, this thing about being surprised that this, uh, as you say, sex looks so brutal in many porn- pornographic uh, productions and, and then you see these women are, are strong and, and uh, have agency and all that. Uh, a question around that would be, did, did you also, before you made the movie, study sexuality in society in general? I mean, study or um, interview people about their sex lives and what kind what kinds of sex that people are having when they're not being filmed so to speak i mean in in real life out there because uh, as far as i understand it it reflects oftentimes it reflects uh, a lot of what is actually happening in the real world it's like i mean it's like any film any any art form is an expression of what is actually there
1: um Uh,
0: that doesn't say (laughs) that doesn't mean that it's uh, that you have to show it or anything, but but it does exist.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, I didn't, I didn't uh, make an. Um, uh, I haven't studied it like that, uh, but I think I've always been interested in in the subject. So uh, it's yeah. When I studied gender studies, I had um, I didn't um, finish my last um, um, thesis uh, thesis. Uh, so i didn't get my exam but i what that what i started working on was like uh, uh sexual like what is the most uh, um sexual fantasies like what yeah. the female sexual fantasies um and um um yeah i think i mean uh, first of all like porn is so many things so i think everything you can find pretty much anything yeah. uh but then so if you talk about more looking at like what is the general like what is the mainstream porn like what um, then uh, it's like 99% of the time it's uh, it's a male fantasy Um and of course that is um, have some correlation to what type of sex people are having and but I think it's a I don't know the world in Word in English in Swedish is like växelverkan.
0: You know that. Well, <laughs> it's into. Um, yeah, how would you say that in English? It's uh, they're they're taking turns. Yeah, back and forth. Back and like, forth. Yeah.
1: Um, with um, people like poor, but I don't think I don't think that sex uh, that much is a reflection of. Or porn is a reflection of actual sex because uh, it's uh, it's a fantasy. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a fantasy for men because they are making all porn for male consumers because no women pay for for, for sex or, or pay for porn. And uh, most men do, don't pay for porn either, but the ones who actually pay are men. Mm. So uh, that's... Yeah, no one is making fantasies for women. Everyone is making fantasies for men. Uh, and then that, of course, influences also both men and women because the problem is that women then still, when women watch uh, free porn, they watch porn for a male audience and b- we get this like internalized male gaze. Mm, like mm. me for example, I really have like this uh, imaginary penis. I know exactly like I can, I can be like horny in my penis <laughs> like from watching <laughs> certain things because I'm so trained in uh, like seeing images of we female bodies that are there for me to fuck them, like mm. put in a position like triggering my penis. So mm-hmm. I've developed like an imaginary penis that can mm. get an erection. Like that's that's how it is being a woman that we're so good at understanding the male desires uh, because everything in our culture is uh, triggering yeah. male desires.
0: But there have been attempts to make uh, pornogra- pornographic films uh, w- with a f- female gaze, as you say. Mm. But not very much, not very many attempts. But there, No, there there there's been. Eric Lust
1: is the biggest mm-hmm. uh, name. Yeah. She's also Swedish actually, but she lives yeah. in in um, Spain. Uh, she has a company that produces uh, porn for women. Uh, does and it then,
0: work? Is it is it popular? Is it do uh, many women watch this?
1: I don't know. I think um, it's definitely like it's a business that is like it's all it's growing. So I think it's bigger and bigger. Um, There are also, like, Jackie St. James, who's one of the directors in L.A., who makes female-friendly porn or porn for women. Um, uh, But, as like, one thing is, like, we don't have uh, a culture. Like, women are not used to paying for porn. Uh, We are not used... We don't go to strip clubs. We don't uh, go to prostitutes. We don't even buy drinks... To men, like uh, at a bar, we're not the one paying for the drink, so mm. that whole like it's so built into our gender roles that we are the prey and the man is the predator. So that makes it harder to get women to pay for porn. Um, but it's also it, it is hard uh, to change because it's not gonna like if all of a sudden we just like turn things around and and make it like we are. I what what is the female the female sexuality is built from. Uh, the male gaze. So, uh, most women are turned on by themselves being objects because that's how we are raised. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, do you think that's, that's, that's the reason? Do, do you think sexuality is, is a social?
1: Construct? Oh yes. 100%. I mean, maybe not 100%, but definitely, uh, what we are turned on by is so, uh, So like wh- when do you
0: learn that I and mean, from whom?
1: Um I think uh,
0: from how, how can you override something that you're born with in that case if you're born with something else?
1: I don't think you're born with your sexual desire. I think uh, um that like for example uh yeah well, I mean we have a we have a sexuality. We're born with a sexuality, but then how that sexuality is triggered and um what uh, like you know that that's totally like built out of the cultural um context which uh which is always changing uh in a uh, I, I mean uh, i also um yeah i've i've i've, I've uh, experienced it myself um a lot like in my life too that it it is first of all it is possible to change your sexuality and Uh, um, yeah it's um, uh, it's also like how your what your brain is used to Um, like you know if uh, some things for example I remember when I uh, I was so sick and tired of I felt like when I was watching porn and I just watched porn for men and i just watched porn with like objectified women uh, being fuckable in different ways uh and then i decided like i don't want to do this anymore and uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna start looking at men because i was then uh, heterosexual so uh, i w- i only had sex with men so i was like why shouldn't i watch men as my objects if that's the ones i'm attracted to like Mm. i'm not attracted to women so why should i watch porn where women are being objectified the whole Mm. time so i started to watch gay porn because that's the only place where you can find men as objects um and first it was really hard like i couldn't be aroused by it because Mm. uh, i wasn't trained to be aroused by by looking at men Mm. Uh, but after a while like slowly Uh, And then I remember, like, the first time I actually came (laughs) from, like, watching it, uh, then, like, the next time it was so easier, like, so much easier. Mm -hmm. Then I got aroused much quicker. And that's, like, really, you can also see that, like, there's definitely trends in porn. Like, uh, something is starting, like, now all of a sudden everyone wants to see squirting or now everyone wants to see, um, I don't know, gagging or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. that becomes a trend and everyone is looking at that and then like that shifts uh, through time uh, or, or like uh, during uh, yeah so um, and, and also then I, uh, I was actually I, I f- fell in love with a woman uh, also and um, uh, many years later and but first I, I couldn't see myself having sex with her because mm. I was in love with her as a person but I couldn't uh, I wasn't turned on by mm. the female body um, and I remember like the whole like breasts and just like that it was soft and not hard. There, was, there were so many things that I was like no but this is not and I couldn't picture myself because also I was taller than her and I was, that was really like a turn off to be the the tall one, to be the big one because I had always identified as the small one uh, and then uh, I just, uh, I like tried to have sex with her but like it it didn't like nothing happened in my body I was mm-hmm. just like and then I remember I was at one point I had seen a lesbian movie uh, uh, and uh, so I had watched like for an hour just or like one and a half hour just uh, lesbian uh, uh, lesbians uh, being on the screen and just and then I got drunk and then I was with her and then all of a sudden something switched in my brain and Mm -hmm. I was just so uh, turned on by her and then we had like amazing sex and after that I was all of a sudden turned on by everything that I wasn't uh, turned um, on by before yeah, yeah. so like that's really like it's so much like how your brain is wired but you mm. can rewire it it's just uh, yeah
0: you 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 say that but i, I to me that seems a bit uh, well it it it's it's possible but i that's not my my view on life and humanity and human being what a human being is isn't that it's all brain it's something else it's something also non-physical that we're born here with, but uh, mm-hmm. that's a different story. Perhaps, I mean, the brain is important, but it's uh, to me it's more like a filter, filters uh, filters things that that really come from another place. But anyway, have you have you had discussed a lot with heterosexual men about sexuality and how mm-hmm. what they are triggered by and and why and how it started and when they started mm. masturbating and and mm. uh, who told them to do this or or not or where where, yeah. where where they think it comes from and not come from and if they can, I mean. I mean, most men in in this society that we're living here in Sweden and uh, other Western societies today are fairly decent people. I mean, most men wouldn't be violent or wouldn't even dream of abusing women or anything like that. But still, there is a there is a sexuality, the sex drive that seems to come very naturally <laughs> to. I mean, I can I can tell as a man that it, it is there, mm. and and I have. This is going to be a long long question. I'm going to stop this ranting now. But I, the question is. I guess uh, if there is a difference between I mean you say that it's, we are blank slates and there is no difference really and we we learned this from the start on I, I have a hard time uh, believing that but anyway uh, there are two things I mean sexuality can be just as strong in women as in men obviously mm. that's the, no question about it but but there seems to be a couple of things I think and I'm not the only one I've seen studies saying the same thing more or less that that Sexuality in men is a little bit more visual, mm. focused on visual, and also it seems as if men have a little harder, uh, have a hard time, more of a hard time than women to turn it off and on, to turn it off when it's not called for, if you see what I mean. Whereas women tend to have, uh, uh, it tends to be easier for women to, to you know switch it off and on. Mm. Uh, during periods and when mm. it's on it's it's very much on and then it can turn off but but for men it's more difficult what, what do you, Th- you mean those those two differences i
1: yeah what do you mean because i mean uh, there's a, one, a million differences between men and women uh, and uh, i think some of them uh, are I- I- like are more, you know, we're born with it. I think I don't think men and women are exactly the same, generally. But then, of course, it's always important to say, like, in between the category, exactly, it, are the, the differences we are can bigger talk about than yeah.
0: group uh, averages. Yeah. This is the only yeah. thing I'm talking but, about but, uh, but, uh, but, 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 but those a lot of
1: those now. things, like, for example, that sexuality should be more, like, men should be more visual than women. I mean, that is like that feels like just like of course they are because like they they are triggered visually by the male gaze everywhere Uh, and women they men always see sexualized female bodies everywhere that is triggering their sexuality uh, and uh, invites them to fuck them <laughs> like that's but, how a lot of yeah. that visual language that we live in w- women don't see that and then of course we are not when we look at our boyfriend it's not we don't see like a trillion billion 100,000 uh, images that we recognize from media landscape looking like some version of a guy that we're having sex with uh, inviting us or like being there to be looked at or showing his body to us or like showing like oh please fuck me take me i'm yours we don't have we're not triggered like the, uh, uh, like uh, uh so of course we're not gonna be as visually oriented as men when it comes to sex and that so yeah uh but when you talked about being Turning in, it off and on in period, do you mean having the ability to for example, like if you're getting, do you mean um, Well uh, if you're not if
0: you're not if you're not in a relationship for instance and you, mm. you have a lot to do at work or you mm. have a project, whatever, you, you 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 really have much to gain from just focusing on other things mm. than sex. Mm. Then for a man I mean I can just talk for a man for myself, and I know other mm. men are saying this, that it, it's still very difficult to just discard it. I mean, you're walking in the subway and you see these uh, female bodies uh, around you. You can, you get triggered, you know? Yeah, maybe. And it's, it's, I mean, f- when you talk to women about this, they, they don't understand what you're talking about. How, that's, that's completely crazy. Are you insane? Are you nuts? Yeah. I mean, of course I'm not thinking about sex when I'm in the subway. I think, I'm thinking about going home to making dinner uh, my yeah, ch- yeah. children mm. to go to work tomorrow to do this project whatever. I think uh, anything about uh, sex, and it doesn't have to be posters with no, beautiful body. Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't even have to be that you see anybody. You just mm, it just pops up. You know mm, why does it pop up all the time? And it's I not,
1: don't know. <laughs> it's not
0: very useful. It's not very useful. I can tell you.
1: Um. I mean maybe maybe it is a biological thing that that, we, that men have a stronger uh more present sex sex uh, how do you say sex, drift, sex drive, sex drive. Yeah. maybe it's a biological thing I don't know or maybe it is just a cultural thing where sexuality is not um like as, as a woman you you learn that your body is like uh, you have to defend your body Uh, the whole time. And sex is also always a threat, which makes it so much... It's so much more complicated. It's not just this... The way that that men are taught that, like, I have my penis and it's big and it's hard and it can penetrate and it's active and I can just, like, push it into a woman and uh, then I'm conquering her. Uh, Like, if that's how you are trained of viewing sexuality, then, of course, there's nothing... Like, it's... It, to me it's obvious that that type of sexuality is easier to just like feel and but if your sexuality if you're if you get you if you get like, yeah, my sexual gender like the vagina is a hole mm. and it can be raped and it's vulnerable and it's small and it's fragile and men are also a threat and then there's like these thousands like yeah and i also feel too fat because uh, sex is about me being sexu- sexual object uh, and when a man is penetrating me, then he's taking, like, he's conquering me. Like, when we constantly get stimulated in those emotions, then of course, sex is not uh, as, <laughs> like, uh, it's much more um, c- complex and not mm. as appealing. There's much more, like, there's always. Um, how do you say like contradictory feelings or um so I, I think that that could also just be the answer that it could be definitely that we are just biologically or spiritually or whatever like we're born exactly the same but how we're being raised and how our gen like genitals are being uh, viewed uh, because that whole like I usually, I like to use the word in Swedish like omslutande samlag. I don't mm. know how you would say that in English, but if you, if you if instead of looking at the penis as being the big one penetrating, mm. if you look at the vagina as being the big one, like eating, swallowing, mm. um, uh, do, being the active one and mm. seeing like the penis is small because it the, it's just uh, fits inside of the vagina. The v- vagina is huge. The vagina is hungry, and when the vagina eats the penis, the vagina takes something from the man, and he's so vulnerable because his genital is hanging on the outside of the body, uh, which makes him much more vulnerable sexually. And he's really giving away a piece of himself to the woman, so she's really conquering him when she's eating a part of his genitals uh, with her entire body. Like if if you st- if that was the way you looked at sex, mm. then I think it would make like a total difference in how. Easy, it was for a man to have an orgasm, or how easy it is for a man to be aroused, or uh, you know. Um,
0: yeah, that's s- interesting. Possibly, possibly. It's like that. Sounds a bit like the that um, spider t- type of spider that w- where the the female eats the man, the yeah. male after after sexual intercourse. Yeah, interesting. So, but I guess I mean a woman who has a very strong sex drive and sexuality could uh, could of course uh, have. Sex whenever she wanted, probably in this in this society, uh, if she was good looking enough and and and. Uh, yeah,
1: that whole like being good looking enough—it's—it's it's still or not like, even that. I mean, yeah, if she, but if, she want, if she
0: if she gave the gives those signals to to men that she meets in in bars or whatever, she would. She
1: yeah, would probably, maybe, um, maybe, maybe not. But um, it's like it is complicated because we are. Um, um, the whole idea that we are also the prey, you yeah. know?
0: But now you, you, you're, you said before that the, the difference between indivi- individuals mm. can be bigger than the difference mm. between groups here. So, mm. I mean, mm. women are also different. Yes, there of are, course. <laughs> so. But it's
1: like I can sometimes be impressed. Like sometimes I meet a woman who who actually don't see herself as vulnerable physically or... Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like really impressed. Like, how can you have lived in this society without, you know, internalized those feelings? Yeah. Um, because that's like really impressive because it's so hard as a woman. I mean, there's so many, um, like, you can't resist those cultural um, ideas because yeah. like, they're everywhere. Um, so, um, even though yeah like we're different when it comes to it's like the same thing with like uh, i think most women have felt too fat in their life in a way or fe- felt like ashamed of their body somehow in on a level that i don't think men can men can understand really because we are like we are supposed to be the sexy one we mm. are post- supposed to be the mm. sexual object and sex is about us being sexy mm. um so, and when we're not sexy, that's, that type of shame, I think it's like com- maybe compar- comparable to like the whole, you know, men being afraid of being like gay or having mm. a small mm. dick or whatever. Like mm. it really affects like the inner, like uh, this mm. uh, gender I- identity. identity.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah I, I understand. So here's here's a question about power and uh, sexuality. Maybe it's um, it's connected to what I said before about men perhaps not being able to switch off sexuality as often mm. as women. I, if that's true, you might not believe that, but I I, I think it, it is like that. Or, or would you say that a woman who doesn't get sex uh, is just as vulnerable because of that as a man who never gets sex but he wants to have it? No. And, and why is that
1: because um, we um, I think um, I think uh, yeah what you were saying before like we don't understand I think women don't understand what it is to to not have have sex as an option, to not have intimacy as an option.
0: It was a little bit what I was talking about. The yeah. woman who wants sex can, can get sex.
1: Yeah, and and like even if like maybe she could get sex, that would be really bad, and she doesn't want. I mean, I, I, I <laughs> it's definitely not like everyone can uh, just because uh, there's so many women who don't who want to have sex and feel like they never get to have sex, but it's because maybe they don't want to have sex with. Super, some super creepy,
0: yeah. They're old, more picky, perhaps, uh, than yeah, the general man, in, yeah, you
1: know. or they don't want to be like uh, fucked mm. that way, they don't want to be treated uh, with that way that uh, a lot of men would treat them. But it's this, it's still, um, uh, yeah, this, I think, um. We, we at least like we, 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 we're more used to the idea of that we have to defend our body from sex or defend our body from intimacy than that we have to fight or like, uh, you know, fight to get it. Um, and, uh. Uh, no, I, I think that is is super interesting. Mm. Uh, what that does to 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 men, that they.
0: Yeah, I heard in another interview that you said you jokingly said that. Oh, I'm on team incel. <laughs> yeah, which is a, a bit, um, you know,
1: provocative. Provocative,
0: but but uh, explain what you mean by that.
1: Uh, no, but I really just um, it's. Um, I think it's very logical, uh, in many ways, uh, that we have, uh, we are divided into these two categories, men and women culturally, uh, based on like by bio- biological differences. But then I think cultural is that what really matters in how we are shaped into the, these like, um, opposites, uh, in many ways. Um, and, um of course then like the man is the more dominant and the woman is the more submissive in in different ways or like submissive also when it comes to submissive you can also interpret that as some like putting someone else's needs before your own like taking making taking care of a child or whatever like nurturing mm. um or uh and then but we also get um, a lot of privileges uh, from from that, and that we don't. There's so many things that we also don't need to deal with that men need to deal with. Uh, and then the feminist movements uh, movement has, of course, a, a, um, a aroused. A, how do you say, arised from the fact that mm. m- women are being oppressed by men mm. as a group. Like, there's no question about that. Uh, but um, it's not necessarily like there are also a lot of privileged privileges in uh, for women and I think where we are now is at, in a point where we've really like for so long like identified everything that uh, is our oppression mm. and everyone vic- victims yeah and everyone agrees to that now or like that, if, definitely after me too like there's really been uh, more of an awareness of how this oppression uh, operates and like the toxic masculinity and everything, um, but we still we we're not that aware of the negative, uh, like how uh, the privileges that we have and everything that.
0: So what are those? Can you can you give some examples um, of those kinds of privileges that women
1: have? Um, yeah, I think if, first of all that we get to uh, we there's so much like violence and there's so much brutality that women don't get have to deal with and also like uh, there's like we have there's like in between uh, the whole like the competition of becoming you know the strong man and the alpha man there's so much violence and power hierarchies and uh, um, so, like, maybe you you could say that the alpha males or the the men that are getting the the higher positions that they gain from you know if you if you're born to become one of those men then maybe it's better to be man than being female but uh, a lot of men is really like. Um, how do you say they're not winning they're not gaining from this system and then there's so much uh, of like what's worth something in life that women have endless of access to everything that i I mean what i value more most in life is is uh, love affection relationships beauty tenderness uh like um, intimacy uh and that a lot of those things uh, are men taught to not embrace, uh, and um, uh, and uh, yeah, and th- then a lot of men are like being really, really pushed down in in this uh, uh, um, system. Yeah. And then when like feminist movements are only talking about how men are oppressors and uh, women are victims, of course the men in the bottom of this. Uh, um, and who also, uh, like, they, yeah, they're not, they're just losing everything. Mm. They, they're they not getting the privileges that the women are getting from also being, you know, the more, um, because if, since women are viewed as more vulnerable or uh, than men, they are also, there's so many things that, you know, for example, I know that I can always get help. Like, there's. I can always pull this card of, like, being a woman in need of help uh, in so many situations. And and men are always going to, like, wanting to take care of me in different Mm -hmm. ways. Uh, And that's a privilege that I think women, we just know, we're not that aware of it, but it's there. Like, we don't, in, in some ways, we don't, we're not forced to grow up as much as men. We're not forced to become as hard and strong emotionally. Uh, Because we're allowed to be much more vulnerable and uh, which is also make makes us like maybe be able to appreciate life better because we don't have to be that uh, those type of like um, emotional robots. Um, So then I understand like when the the men in the bottom how when they react to feminism and don't really uh, agree on
0: because they feel like victims themselves really yes I mean, th- th- those at the bottom as you
1: yeah <laughs> and then of course I mean incels are of course they are crazy and yeah. uh, but I, I think that it's uh, if if the feminist movement uh, are not if it doesn't like start to pick up and understand Rec- recognize recognize, recognize person, yeah. uh, and be more aware of like also the privileges that women have uh, it's just gonna increase mm. these um, um, reactions
0: yeah great interesting um, what well, it sounds a little bit like you're talking about a society 50, 60 years ago when you, <laughs> when you say that men are being uh, pressured to do this and do that and be strong and never be weak. And uh, I, I don't really recognize that no. in my life. And I'm, I mean, I'm older than you, but, but I know what you're talking about. But I think it's it's not really that tough for, for men today, especially not, not in, Western, in the Western societies. Not like it used to be. Not not like in you know a couple of hundred years no, ago I mean, when you were spo- t- supposed to be a warrior and <laughs> yeah. all that. But <laughs> no, no, of course. Because I'm, we are, I'm we are not told to that we, know, we need to show our feel. I mean, kid, young boys in school they're 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 um, uh, encouraged to show their feelings and to mm. be nice and kind and don't don't fight. If, there, if there's a fight between boys today, there's a you, you summon the the parents to talk about it with the, mm. with the teachers and all that. You know, w- which didn't happen. 40, 50 years ago. No, but it's also so, like a lot of those... Um, so I think it's the other way around, actually. that that society wants to... Yeah. Wants to, you know... Oppress mitigate, uh, some these of these male...
1: Uh, yeah, and I think, I mean, nowadays, I mean, when I... Um, maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago, I was more like... Uh, I really thought that everything was a social construction. Uh, uh, and I didn't think that there were any, like, biological differences between men and women. Today, I don't, I think, I mean, now also like um, science, how do you say, scientifically, yeah, uh, have like um, developed, like now we know that we have, you can be born with different types of genes that depending on the environment are going to be,
0: uh, epigenetics, triggered, you know, yeah, like you, may, you can change your, your, your genetic, no, but like if, code if, by, uh, by way of the, um, changing the environment, is that no, what you're saying? No, no,
1: that, but th- that we there's a lot of um, like two, <laughs> two exactly like two brains yeah. that that we have. Our brains are very different when we are born. Not mm. very different, but uh, between all um, individuals, mm. like we have different types of genes. Mm. Uh, but then, depending on the environment, mm. some of these genes are gonna.
0: Be triggered or not? Be
1: triggered or not? Yeah. So that also, uh, like, so that that it really is a combination of both uh, environment and, um, mm.
0: and, n- and, and nature and nurture. But isn't it that it's not danger? It's not. It's, there's nothing dangerous in believing that there are biological differences. Is there? Uh,
1: no, I think it's the it's other only way a politi- around.
0: It's a political idea. Yeah, but because I think. I mean, I, mean, I, I think the basic uh, thing must be that we're all equal, and we nobody, nobody's uh, properties and traits should be considered uh, as being less worth than than any others. That's the main, that's the the bottom line here.
1: Yeah, but I also think, I think that there is important to maybe see that we are different. uh, But I think it's important to always fight for... um, I don't think we should embrace those differences. I think it's it would be dangerous to say that like, men and women are different and then we're supposed to be different. So we should give girls these types of toys and men like yeah, we, I but know. I think I I, I think we, we could be different some like um, generally but uh, then we have to work against that because I think it's always like those differences are also uh, Uh, built or like they have evolved together with patriarchy and Mm. that we are by like physically different like if 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 men have a tendency to be more dominant and women have a tendency to be more submissive Mm. uh, that is something that is creating patriarchy and then we have to work against it so saying that something is i mean slavery could be natural like there's so many war is natural there's so many bad things uh um that is natural in a way that like we have a tendency to 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 do those things as as human beings but we have to uh, decide on what kind of um what kind of uh world do we want to have and uh how can we so if they're like maybe uh men are um Uh, more aggressive uh, than women and that served a purpose when (laughs) back in the nature Mm. like there was a time when that served a purpose and then maybe we have an ideal mm. where like no we don't want to encourage that type of behavior but then we have to find a way of like uh, instead of um if if like we can't like just press it down and I- pretend like it does doesn't exist. If it's there, then we have to find a way. Like, how can um, we still um, like if there is a certain type of like energy? Uh, how can we use it as a positive thing and and um, um, not t- try to? But uh, but definitely like if if for example men are more aggressive or dominant than women. Um,
0: dominant, it, dominant is a different thing than aggressive.
1: Um, I'm not sure. I think they there's... What do you mean domi- by
0: dominant? I mean, you can dom- dominate by being soft.
1: Yeah, but uh, I think that there is... I think, for example, dominant and submissive behavior is something that we have as a human beings. And if we look at a, a dog, for example, you can really see... I think, I mean, w- w- uh, sexually, for example, uh, yeah, I think it's very obvious if you're doing a role play sexually, like in BDSM. I've, I've practiced that a little bit, not much, but I've practiced it enough to understand what it is, both to be in both positions. And I can really feel like something is happening to me. Like, I understand, like, it in a way I can uh, see myself as a dog. Like, I I can see that, like, what, what's happening with the dog that is like, okay, you're the master, I'm going to submit to you, or... I'm the I'm the alpha. You're gonna submit to me. That it happens. Something like uh, is triggered. Mm. That I think is uh, is an uh, one of like an, a natural uh, emotion that we can have as human beings. And so I think dominant behavior is a type of behavior that is. It feels the same in people who feel that feeling, and uh, everyone can trigger it. Uh, but I think it might be more. Uh, common or like maybe stronger or like more accessible uh, generally in men than in women. Uh, maybe it's only like a cultural thing. Maybe it does. It's it doesn't have any bi- bi- biological. Um, uh, what do you say?
0: Uh, cause? Or? Yeah,
1: but I I think it is. I mean that's how like what I've seen so
0: far, mm. and like
1: uh, I think it definitely yeah. has.
0: I think I think the only natural thing is love, actually, <laughs> but. This still uh, entails that we are different, and that there are there 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 on a group level might be differences. I think between men and women, and mm. and that's fine. And we just we just need to. But but
1: is it? I mean, if Cele- what do you mean celeb- with? Celebrate it? I d- I don't agree on that uh, to celebrate it. I, I I think I mean I think that. those differences uh, are also uh, part of
0: suppress things Uh, i think i mean we're always
1: suppressed like that's that's being that that you know well being a human being is suppressing your nature every day putting on clothes brushing your brushing your (laughs) tooth teeth being nice when someone you know being in a bad mood grumpy and still being nice to your colleagues at work and uh, everything that we're doing as human beings is like constantly suppressing our nature. So there's nothing okay. wrong with them. Um,
0: no, I know what you're saying. Mm. I, I didn't really mean it that way, but you're, you're right. You're right. I mean, but, uh, I, but
1: why should we celebrate those differences if those differences is well, has created patriarchy? Because no, I think that's what where patriarchy patriarchy
0: is is uh, it sucks. Patriarchy yeah. sucks.
1: And to to we um, shouldn't have that. no, but then we have to stop embracing. You those know, differences. there are, there
0: are matriarchies in the world still. I've, have you studied those? Uh, no, I mean... There's a very interesting society in, in southern China called the Musuo, and I, I, I studied it a little bit. And it seems as if... Uh, I mean, it's very interesting. It seems as if a matriarchy, in a matriarchy, everyone has its, is better off. And then the men are better off, and the women are better off. The men have, can have a lot of sex because they, they can go to different women every night but the women are the ones who choose and they they raise the children uh, still but they are the ones who are making the decisions uh, in society but they don't they wouldn't dream of uh, dominating the man because the men are free but they're you know so it's and so there is there seems to be a difference between the sexes even there and and um, uh, in sexuality also but but it's 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 very it seems to be very cool and everybody's very relaxed about these things and to the men it's obvious that that it's the women that who make the big decisions because they're the ones who are raising the children, so that's logical to them so I mean everybody's happy <laughs> i mean I, I, I might be exaggerating a little bit that they have their problems, of course, but it's not the reverse of a patriarchy
1: no i it, mean the, it,
0: it it functions in a different way, I think, because women are in in charge
1: i think um I think what we need to. I don't know the word strive efter, like strive for. Yeah, I can say strive for. Yeah, um, is uh, to not um, divide people into these type of categories where you are being because the whole idea of of men and women, what it is to like, even say like even if there are some differences between men and women, biological generally, then like everything with gender roles when we. Are, raise children into becoming two different very like you are supposed to be this and you are supposed to be the opposite. It's gonna limit me, uh, people. And oh, um, well, that I
0: agree on. Yeah, yeah of course. And
1: uh, so I think and and since we have also a tendency as human beings uh, to categorize ourselves, and that happens like when children are in that age where they really need to find their identity, mm-hmm. girls and boys, what they. Uh, they understand okay i'm a girl and then they want to exaggerate what girl is and they understand that girl is the opposite of a boy and then everything that is boyish is bad and everything that is girlish is good so they try to like then everything is pink and it's
0: princess and mm. you know um but aren't you exaggerating exaggerating a little bit what's coming from the outside from society what you think with your brain and 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 uh, and and uh, underestimating what what you feel inside because i mean yeah the, but the, the, there's the,
1: nothing natural with pink uh, being the no, female no, no, of color course <laughs> no, of
0: course not but no, that's true uh, yeah you're right but the, the the core question would be if if we have a society which is completely void of you know gender roles mm. so everybody gets to develop into the the human being that that they are that mm. feel inside that they're supposed to become mm. that they're Evolving as, as would then fifty percent of of all, f- for instance, people working with children be male and fifty percent female, and would fifty percent of the people working with motor cars
1: uh, be
0: male and fifty percent female? I, I mean, for instance, th- this, that's th- a th- stupid th- example. Yeah, perhaps, it's it's but an
1: a- example like that. I don't think will ever be possible to actually, uh, you know. But it's more yeah. like a. Um, um, Yeah, but no, I don't think it would be fifty. But I think it would be definitely more than it is today. Mm. Um, What is important is like uh, there's no, there's never gonna be like any society where you don't have a culture that are like categorizing or putting you into different identities. Uh, You're never gonna be free. Like that's not how we work as human beings. We need culture and we need. Categories and we need like norms. Uh, when you talk about like b- being like critical towards different like um, norms, like yeah, we can only change the norm into a different norm. We can't like get rid of norms because we need norms. Uh, how to? That's how we um, uh, deal. With, yeah, though. that's how we function. So I don't. I think like men and women as categories are always going to exist. I don't think we can ever get rid of them. Um, uh, and then, but then, of course, like uh, hopefully we can get a, have a society where it's much much easier to be trans. That those categories are more loose, and maybe we have more than just two. Maybe we can have like be like a trans woman or someone being, you know, like different fe- type of femininity and masculinities or like intersectionalized uh, categories. Mm. Uh, but also um, to make it like much more um i think i think that they these categories will always exist but i think we also always need to ad- like fight <laughs> it's always going to be a fight uh,
0: you you're a feminist obviously but mm. i understand that you have adjusted your feminism a, a little bit uh over the course of the last few years or am i correct there yeah i think i'm always i mean always... feminism you can define it in, in yeah. many different ways yeah i mean
1: I'm, i will all, i think that's going to but definitely, uh, I, I think it's always changing. But also, I get bored when I need to find new challenges, challenges or like n- open new doors to new rooms and discover new new perspectives. So uh, definitely, now when after Me Too, when so many of the things that I've been fighting for my whole life, when they all of a sudden becomes like mainstream, then I don't have to fight for that anymore, and then I. Yeah. Uh but also
0: So you have a drive, you have an inner drive in that yeah. way? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's that's my second question that I want to ask now about Me Too. Did did meet the Me Too movement get, get things right, you think? Completely?
1: Uh I mean yes. Basically yes, or Basically or yes. Totally yes. Uh, I, I mean, it's 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 a revolution, and of course, it's not going to be nuanced. And I I don't know if right is relevant. Mm. Uh, of course, there's going to be a lot of innocent victims, and there's it's going to be. That's the nature of the revolution. Like the it's like it's the mob. You like or what mm. do you say? Like the. Uh, but it's you got to
0: break some eggs to make an omelette.
1: <laughs> exactly, like it was just. Um, it just had to happen, and I'm I'm I think it was, uh, mm. but then uh, of course, it's super. I mean, women are not good, <laughs> women are not always Inherent, right. inherently good, no. no. And mm. uh, uh, like, uh, but it's just a move, like, yeah, I just see it as something that had to happen, yeah, and yeah. it's gonna adjust, you know, everything. The first, it's with all these different mo. mo-, mo-, mo- movements and um that they in order to really get somewhere you have to like go all the way in one direction really hard and aggressive (laughs) for a while to Mm. like break some barriers Mm. and open new rooms or doors but uh, it doesn't mean that you are right but it can be necessary yeah
0: yeah I, I was just thinking about one thing: it was that sexuality can be complicated, which you show mm. with your film, pleasure, mm. uh, or th- that porn can be compli- complicated. But sexuality is also a bit complicated sometimes, and it's uh, so in some instances, some of the cases that were uh, put forward during me too. I wasn't convinced that it was really. Uh, 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 i mean um, a- actions going uh, b- across the line or so but but uh, in many cases it it was so as you say it might might be necessary to it was necessary to do it to to have this revolution anyway so uh, 100% of the of what was said doesn't have to be 100% correct uh, and right but um uh, well because i mean it was the female narrative that was Dominating, it was it was the the, the women's narrative that was um, Mm. had the upper hand during this Mm. meteor revolution, which Mm. was uh, fair enough. I mean, that was the thing, of Mm. course. But that meant also that, for instance, there was no talk about uh, male sexuality, almost.
1: How do you mean male sexuality?
0: Well, male sexual. I mean, there there was a lot of talk about male uh, aggression and uh, male sleaze and male filth.
1: Yeah, but what do, what would you I mean, can you give an example put to like what you mean by well, a discussion like, about male sexuality? Well,
0: if there was some kind of male uh, sexuality uh, component in the fact that many men said things or uh, made comments to women that weren't appropriate, but uh, that came from a I mean because th- the the narrative was that this is a 100% power display. 100% power display nothing else because I, I i remember i did on social media once uh, question that it might be hon- only power p- power display maybe there is some sexuality component in this and th- and th- like how do you mean
1: uh, sexuality component well, just to man, understand like but can't the the sexuality component also well if a have man, a lot to do with po- power and sexuality are very yeah
0: but it was connected. like uh, if you said that well, it's of course because the the men are horny also and and they have this sexuality that sex drive that makes them do this this doesn't defend i mean that that's no defense of it it's it's indefensible what they did mm. because it's it's uh, totally loveless and uh, lacking of respect for another human being and all that that so it's completely you can't defend what these men did but you can you can you can make it a little bit comp- more com well, you can question the the, the, you, the so narrative you, that is this is only power display, because you can you can display power in so many ways but what you what, don't have to do, do, do that do section
1: that, um, that that the narrative was that men were not horny they just wanted to oppress women
0: uh, a little bit like that
1: okay I don't I, I think it it was more like men can't keep their dicks in their pants in a way like mm. I, I, definitely that it had something to do with sexuality but I
0: but that wasn't I, that wasn't expressed
1: um okay i i don't really agree on that but i also think that the one problem is that uh that i think because as you know yeah maybe we disagree here but for, for me it's very obvious that um uh, sexuality and uh yeah thats that it is a cultural thing and for men sexuality is very connected to power uh, I think it's it's it for both, but but to be uh, that that a lot of men have a dominant sexuality where they you know they want to feel um, big and uh, uh, strong and uh, and they so those types of gender roles that <laughs> that is in mm. in for if you if you. Uh, Take it all the way and talk about the rape, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, the roles in the in the rape in in the in the rape uh, situation uh, is very um, connected to the male. The only part that 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 the rape doesn't have is that uh, all men also want women to want them, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um,
0: and that's that's not present in in a rape no but
1: but they want to be the one the big active one doing something conquering someone yeah. um uh, yeah being active like and of course now I'm I'm just generalizing yeah, yeah. extremely and, and exaggerating but but um um uh, so yes I, I think that the, a lot of this of course the situation the me too situation the men the men were also horny uh but uh uh, it yeah, had, but,
0: uh, are women horny when they display power also women in power women in leading positions
1: um, do, they,
0: do they feel horny when they see their young uh, male associates and want to grope them
1: uh, I think um, that do happens because a lot of these things uh, are in many ways we are also uh, the same men and women but uh, as I said before we, that's not how we have... Our sexuality has not been uh, uh, stimulated or triggered by being predator, but by being the sexy one. Mm. So it's easier for a woman to get horny of the idea of like being thrown down on on the bed by this dominant man who are so horny because she's so sexy so he, he can't resist himself mm. and he's just want to tear her clothes off. That th- Those fantasies are much easier to... For a woman to get triggered by then the idea of molesting a younger one, but but I think it it can it could happen and it definitely does happen, but not as often at all. Mm-hmm. But I think what a Im- really important part of Me Too also was is that it's not just about the actual sexual assault. I think the sexual the sexual assault would not have been. The problem is that how. the the power structure around it that you the all the men holding each other's back and how what the society does to a woman who complain about a man assaulting her so that that is much a bigger problem the structure around it and how impossible it was to because if it would just be like okay there are some men who are Either just uh, power hungry or too horny, and they whatever you want to call it, uh, mm. who for example grab or grope or force themselves on a woman. If it would have been easy for the woman to just immediately you know report it or talk to someone about it, and everyone would just react like believe her and mm. like mm. condemn the man, or if then then that that then it wouldn't be the problem that it is. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not just about the, the actual assault, but uh, the system around it.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I think it was very stigmatizing for, for men to be uh, associated with other men who had d- done these things. It was very, nobody wanted to touch touch the, the subject. It was very sensitive for, for men. How do you mean? Well, to, uh, I mean, nobody would, would even dream of defending a man who had been accused of sexual, uh, sexually assaulting a woman or, or groping her or so
1: uh, during... Uh, during Me Too. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I mean, but that's also...
0: That didn't happen even. All,
1: no, all but time. that's also a big problem with... I think that's what, we, what we're what we doing when we are making the rapist this type of monster or we, we talk about rape as being something that is just like um, a different type of crime and that rapists are monsters that doesn't deserve any forgiveness or love or um, uh, then, uh, like I guess, like we we think that we're doing women a favor by condemning the crime, but but we're just making it so much more impossible to ever accuse a man of crossing those lines. Uh, so I think it it's really important to. Acknowledge that this, like, if we're raising men to be sexual predators, I mean, I think we're raising men to be sexual predators, and I think it's uh, (laughs) like, I think it's, um, I'm impressed that not more men (laughs) are being uh, more sexually violent. Like, if you look at what porn looks like, or like, there's so many things in our culture that is constantly, um, how do you say, uh stimulating yeah. uh, the, that type of sexuality so uh, mm. and uh, and also what like women are like we are we want men to be like strong and dominant and uh, um, confident and all those things um, that that is gonna um, uh, create uh, in the end it's gonna create uh, 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 like like uh, sexual predators. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, so but, and in, if we don't address that as a collective and uh, if we um, uh, stigmatize uh, men who are crossing those boundaries uh, on the level that we are now that where no one wants to then because then we can't accept that our friend is uh, did sec- ha- assaulted anyone mm-hmm. or we can't mm-hmm. uh, uh, believe it. Uh, if because we don't want to see ourselves or our friends as a monster and then we're not going to believe the women who accuses the men for that. So I'm not, I mean, of course we sh- we should still take it very serious. I'm not saying that we should like forgive men or like not take it very serious when th- those crimes are being committed. But mm. we also, if we we can't like continue to treat them as monsters, monsters because then that's just not gonna. It's gonna be the opposite effect as of. Uh, it's not gonna help the victims. It's gonna make it much worse being the victim, because no one wants to believe that someone they know is a monster.
0: Yeah. Also very important. You have said many interesting and important things today, and I might have some differing views uh, when it comes to what is at play here. But but it's it's been it's been fascinating. It, we have talked for a long time. I just want finally to say something about or ask you about what what's what's next here i mean your film pleasure and the prequel the the short movie with the same title has have been in you know at the center of your professional life for many years now Mm -hmm. so i understand that you are you are entering a different stage now uh, but perhaps not completely different Uh, are, are you can you can you tell us a little bit about that or uh,
1: I cannot, unfortunately, comment at all on. Uh, okay. Uh,
0: um, Can you say what, generally what what would you like to explore? Um, yeah, from, I mean, from now um, on, I um
1: I I'm, I will always, I think, work continue to work with the same focus and uh, like the female gaze. I think the female gaze is my main uh, yeah priority. So. So uh, it's going
0: to be films, or do you, do you want to write books, or what do you think?
1: Um. I mean uh, I'm uh, first of all films yeah. but uh, I also really would like to write a book uh, if yeah.
0: I looking forward to that. Yeah. Okay, Ninja Tyberg, where can people find your work? Pleasure and it's in
1: theaters. Um so Is there a website? Uh I have a very old website, but uh some of my films are on Vimeo. Um some is on, I think, Draken Film, like the Swedish Gothenburg Film Festival, um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the short films, but uh, and some are on YouTube. But um, the feature film Pleasure is in theaters now in Sweden, and it's going to be in theaters in uh, most countries uh, in Europe and, yes. and then in the US, and then it's going to be on streaming sites, yeah. but that's Maybe in six months or something.
0: Yeah, go and see it. It's very good. Nina Tuber, thank you so much and good luck with the with the new projects and everything, every all your coming endeavors.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.